welcome. We're back here down at the corner with your almond delights. And this week, we will begin our read of The Kingdom by yours truly, Mr. MC Shaky. You guys go over to Amazon.com and download your books today or purchase the paperback, whichever one you decide. But go over also to his YouTube channel, MC Shaky Live, and subscribe. You guys check the description box below for all of the links that you will need to download your book as well as to subscribe to his channel. Also, go over to Instagram.com and follow him there. Y'all, <laughs> we about to start reading. Let's see what it's going to be about. Get your mugs and sip slow. We over here reading, y'all. And welcome to another episode of Almond Delights Reading Corner. I am your girl, Miss Almond Brown, 09. And I hope you guys have had a wonderful Monday. Oh, uh, that's going to bother me, child. I hope you guys have had a wonderful Monday. I hope you guys have had a wonderful work week, a wonderful weekend. Um, if this is your weekend, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. But honey, we back here to read again, honey. We over here reading, y'all. <laughs> but yeah, so we are going to continue our read of The Kingdom, honey, by Mr. MC Shaking himself. So if you guys did not hear the read from last week, I mean, why are you here right now? You should have already went back and listened to part five or uh, the fifth reading of The Kingdom. This is the sixth reading, and we'll be starting on chapter 12 tonight. We may only just get two chapters. We'll see. But uh, to reiterate a little bit of what happened last week, so we know that Artemis, which is the younger sister, she found out that they had another brother. Well, she didn't technically find out. She thought that he looked like her brother, which he actually did look like her brother and turned out to be her brother. <laughs> he was the twin of Ares, which we know is now the child. He is the kingpin of the kingdom enterprises. So, you know, he's taking over. But the sister, Athena, who that devil in disguise, honey. So she's going to try to get their brother I think his name is Apollo. Lord Jesus, I forgot the man's name. But she's going to try to get him to switch with Ares to get him to take over the kingdom because Athena can't stand her brother. So we're going to start reading from chapter 12, and then we'll go off from that and see how far we can get. But y'all already know, honey. Ugh. Baby, the scene from last week, honey, was the, the listen. It was the whole week, the whole read now. But we already know what he was giving them last couple of <laughs> chapter 11. That's all I'm going to say. If you didn't see it, if you didn't listen to it, go back and listen to it, honey, because it was a lot hot and steaming, if you know what I mean. <laughs> But we all start reading, you guys. A disclaimer: there may be some cussing, 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 so heavy on the disclaimer. Okay. Also, there may be some other kind of dibbles and dabblings, you know, the stuff that grown folk be doing, honey, to procreate, to make you and me. Mm -hmm. It might be some of that in this book. But y'all enjoy the read and um, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. Chapter twelve. 
a few days later. Thank you for coming on such short notice, ma'am, said the older balding and sickly career New Orleans Police Department detective. Wilbert Buck Horton greeted Tasha in the lobby of the coroner's office. Detective, Janelle is like a sister to me, and me not hearing from her is just not like her at all, explained Tasha. She had reported Janelle missing on the second day of her not coming home or to work. There had been a body discovered, discarded by St. John. There had been a body discovered, discarded in the Bayou St. John, a creek that flowed through New Orleans downtown that matched Janelle's description. Tasha was called in to see if she could identify the body. Ma'am, I must warn you that the sight is pretty gruesome. Half of the victim's face has been blown off, said the detective signing in at the desk and then handing Tasha her visitor's pass. They began walking down the hallway. She's not home, not answering her phone, hasn't been to work or her mother's house. This is nothing like the ultra-responsible Janelle. I understand, Tasha, said Detective Horton. They entered the city morgue and were greeted by the medical examiner, young, beautiful black woman with the name Celeste on her ID tag. Miss, the body has been submerged in bayou water for at least a day and a half. In a day and half of the cranial cavity is gone. Are you okay to see this? Asked Celeste. Yes, for the last time, I'm all right, Tasha said, nearly in tears. She found it hard to face the responsibility that this could very well be her lifelong friend. She knew it was wrong, but she silently prayed that the body turned out to be that of some other woman. Okay then, Celeste said, pulling back the sheet that covered the body. What Tasha saw made her lose her balance. Detective Horton grabbed her. Whoa, now, Tasha, I tried to warn you, he said, holding her up. Once she was okay to stand on her own, she raced to a nearby trash can and vomited. Celeste recovered the body as Tasha regained her balance. One look was enough for her worst fears to be confirmed. <laughs> That's her, she cried. Are you sure? Asked Detective Horton. I'm sure of it. That was Janelle, she said, tears streaming down her face. A positive ID, Detective Horton said, giving some information to Celeste about Janelle and then escorting Tasha out of the morgue and back down the hallway. I know this is hard, but did Janelle have any enemies? No, of course not. Everyone loved Janelle, said Tasha between sobs. No jealous boyfriend or strange men in her life? Yet, no, not Janelle. She wasn't like that, but she just went out on a date with, and he hasn't been to work either. What, Tasha? What are you saying? Apollo Robinson, my bank's manager. He is new in town and the last person that Janelle went out with. Tasha, thanks. I'll look into it promised Detective Horton as he began writing a few notes down in his pocket notepad. But I won't rest until whoever murdered Janelle is brought to justice. Apollo had been at the courtyard Marriott for a few days. He was held up in the presidential suite and was learning everything there was to know about his twin brother, Aries. 
from watching old home movies to mesmerizing memorizing pictures of everyone in Eric's orbit, Athena had him in a rigorous gauntlet of training. Athena felt that Apollo was coming along nicely, even though Apollo himself didn't see his progress. He didn't think being Aries was going to be so easy. Get over here, you heard me? Apollo said, attempting to sound New Orleans. No, no, no. In New Orleans, we say, you heard me? Vanessa corrected. <laughs> At that moment, they were working on Apollo's northern accent. And make sure you drag the word baby. And don't forget all your T-H words have to sound like the letter D. <laughs> you right, little mama. You heard me? Apollo said, mimicking New Orleans speech. Vanessa laughed. Good. I see you a fast learner, Mr. King. I pick up quick, baby. Apollo said in his New Orleans imitation. Vanessa unbuttoned her blouse, took it off, and threw it to the floor, exposing her perfect set of perky breasts that were being held in a lace turquoise Arox bra. She reached behind her and unhooked the bra, releasing the twins. Apollo's jaw dropped as Vanessa threw the bra to the ground. And do you think you can pick these up for me then? Apollo smiled. Vanessa was fine as hell. He walked up to her and began handing her brown raisin and began handling her brown raisin-sized nipples. He planted a kiss on Vanessa as she responded to his touch with a moan. I'm loving this, you heard me? He said in between kisses. She smiled. Athena had gone to the office and Buster was out making a run. This was one of the few times they had alone. Apollo bent down and kissed each breast and sucked each nipple. Vanessa threw her head back in pleasure. Her nipples were becoming erect and the moisture between her legs began to mount. He removed his shirt and she ran her hands up and down his chest. She unbuttoned her own jeans and wiggled out of them and stood there in just her panties. Come. He said as he escorted her to the bed and positioned her to lay on the bed on her back. He seductively removed her panties and went in between her legs for the kill. His lips found her lower lips as he kissed her between her legs. He licked and lapped with a mission as he tugged at her clit. Oh, no, please, Apollo, she cried out. He didn't stop, making his tongue work magic around her love box. He slipped his finger inside of her and grooved in at an atta and attacking the wall of her pussy, all the while continuing his relentless licking. <laughs> Vanessa couldn't contain it and unexpectedly blew a head-banging orgasm that was in his face. She cried out in ecstasy as he tasted her juices. He got up and removed his pants and boxes, dug in the drawer, and found a condom. You ready for this? He asked as he slid on the Magnum XXL. Vanessa bit her bottom lip and nodded sensually. 
He walked over to her and slid in between her legs hard and fast. Oh, yeah? <laughs> he groaned, and after a couple of good pumps and grinds, he flipped her over. I want you this way. They were now in the doggy style position. He hovered over her as he pumped into her pussy from the back. She was so wet, it was like she was a thunderstorm. He pulled her close and filled her up again and again. His hands moved up to her breast as he bent over her so that they were body to body. He continued to pound into her love opening while he tugged on her nipples. He nuzzled and kissed the back of her neck as he flexed his hips and went faster and faster inside of her. I'm coming, she yelled, feeling this one coming on. The sensations became so overwhelming for him as well as he came deep inside of her. She released as well. So far, he loved being Aries. <laughs> oh, Poppy! Artemis cried while Eddie was long stroking her. Although she was heated with him for extorting her, she had gotten her corporate card, and so money has really no longer been an object. She, being the sexual deviant that she was, she couldn't pass up a chance at getting some of Eddie's good wood. He had her went, he had her in the dining room, on the dining room table of his apartment. Work that thing back for me, Mama Cat. Mmm. She groaned as she began to pulsate against his body. She felt him in that instant as she began climaxing. Oi, Dios mio, Eddie, I'm coming. He felt her juices flow all over him and the warmth of her wetness made him erupt as well. He didn't pull out, but only collapsed on top of her and let his tool marinate inside of her. Heaven, she let out after a few minutes. I know, right? He said, getting up off of her. Eddie, I really didn't know anyone could ever make me come like that, she admitted between breaths. She walked over to the bathroom and began to clean herself up. There is a lot you don't know about me, Mama Cat, he said. Tell me about it, she said after she came out of the bathroom. She reached for her purse. Here's your weekly payment, the real reason I came over here. After that, I almost feel like not taking it. Really? I said almost, Eddie exclaimed, reaching for the money. She handed it to him and proceeded to fix her clothes. You don't have to leave so soon. Maybe we can do a round two. Honey, I have much better company than needs keeping, she said, rolling her eyes. She turned around and stormed out of his apartment. Eddie ran up to the peephole and saw that she, had, she was gone and then went to check his hidden camera. He pulled up the program on his computer that operated it and clicked a few icons to see what it captured. Great he said. It picked up everything. Artemis is a dumb bimbo, but the bitch has some fire pussy. He sat there watching the scene that just happened. 
So, ladies and gentlemen of the board, we have an offer on the table from the Shaw Group to buy King Commercial Construction. And as CEO, I've decided to sell it, said Ari Aries. He was in a lavish boardroom on the sixth floor of the King Towers. And at his first board meeting, he announced that he intended to sell the biggest factor of King Enterprises. King Commercial Construction was too complicated for Aries to manage. And even though it had great revenue, it was not turning a profit. He was not his father and couldn't run a drug empire and a national company. It was just a distraction for him. So he wanted to let it go. But Aries, King Commercial Construction has been in your family since you were born, said Eric Brown, a longtime King Enterprises investor. King Enterprises could be the most lucrative enti entity we have, said Adrian Knight, a board member from Baton Rouge. All the other board members agreed and started chattering. Quiet, Aries growled. He quickly regained control of the board. This can be decided by an easy vote. Everyone else looked around at each other. My 51% votes for the sale. No one had more shares than Aries, so he could never be outvoted. However, Aries, according to the company bylaws, all it takes is 25% and a majority of the board to table the proposition for review, said Eric Brown. That could block the sale until you come to our until you come to your senses, said Adrian. Aries smirked. All of you put together don't come close to the amount needed to block my decision. Even if you have a majority of the board, you still don't have enough. But I do came the powerful voice of Athena as she barged into the conference room. The board members began clapping for her. She appeared royal in her gray pinstripe Ellie Tahari blouse and skirt set. Athena, roared Aries, what are you doing here? She took a seat right next to Aries, placing her Hermes tote under the table. She tucked the stray hair behind her ear. Aries, I have a permanent board seat not to mention well over the 25% needed to table your decision to sell. Cynthia, Aries called, is there any truth to this? Well, Mr. King, your ultimate decision cannot be overridden. What your sister has done has delayed the sale so that the matter can be reviewed and discussed until the board reconvenes. English, Cynthia, Aries said, you cannot sell it right now, idiot. Athena blurted out to the rest of the board, and they snickered at the comment. If another, if after the board makes its plea, you still choose to sell, you can, but not until after the next quarterly board meeting, Cynthia explained. And she still remains a pain in the ass, said Aries, sounded defeated. As are you, dear brother. Now, why are you trying to sell off our family's company, said Athena. I have my reasons, said Aries. Well, the board is dying to hear them, Adrian stated. Then the board is shit out of luck. In fact, this meeting is over. Everyone get the hell out, Aries ordered. Everyone began filing out. A few senior members stopped to give Aries and Athena their sympathies and prayers for Zeus returning and offered Athena empathetic looks. They all thought she would be running the company. Why are you here? 
Aries directed to Athena once they were alone? Well, actually, I came in peace. But anytime I can make you have a hard day, is a good time. She smirked. So that's why you are in a good mood. You know what would put me in a good mood? You getting hit by a bus. He half laughed to himself. Athena faux smiled. Look, I came to talk about the party. What about it? Well, I booked Drake to headline, and you went and booked Nicki Minaj behind my back. Yeah, I can't wait to see her fine ass up on the stage. Hmm, it seems that won't be happening. I canceled your reservation. You don't control everything on earth. This party is to honor our family and help underprivileged kids get into college. Not your chance to get next to some rapper, she explained. Besides, Drake is fine enough. Athena, dad let you, let you pick Kanye West last year. Athena rolled her eyes. Lucky for you, Uncle Flem called and threw her in for free so they both would be performing. She was speaking of Ronald Slim Williams, the money behind cash money and friend of the family. Now that's what's up, Aries said. I'll fuss with Drake too. Also, how much are you donating? Since father won't be in the foundation's biggest contributor this year, I thought I would step in for that. How much did you donate? A million and a half. I'm donating two million. Is everything gonna be a competition? So it seems, sis. How are you enjoying your vacation? Athena smirked. She got up and began to walk out. I'm finding things to keep myself occupied. Oh, and don't forget, since you are now the biggest benefactor, you have to make a speech at the party. Wait, you didn't tell me I had to say something. I just did. She said, walking out in the hallway. She texted Vanessa, letting her know the plan was a go and to have Apollo ready for Saturday. It was going down. And scene. So that was chapter 12 of the kingdom, honey. So we will go on our brief intermission, but y'all don't go nowhere. I'll be right back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're back here down at the corner with your almond delights. And this week, we will begin our read of The Kingdom by yours truly, Mr. MC Shaky. You guys go over to Amazon.com and download your books today or purchase the paperback, whichever one you decide. But go over also to his YouTube channel, MC Shaky Live, and subscribe. You guys check the description box below for all of the links that you will need to download your book as well as to subscribe to his channel. Also, go over to Instagram.com and follow him there. Y'all, <laughs> we about to start reading. Let's see what it's going to be about. Get your mugs and sip slow. We over here reading, y'all. We over here reading, y'all. Uh, quick side note. Was there an echo? Because I had the other window open. Um, <laughs> so let me know real quick. Was there an echo? Could you hear me double talking? I hope not. Okay, good. Okay, so we're going to go on chapter 13. But we see they started hot and heavy in chapter 12. So Lord, <laughs> let these people take a break. 
Oh, jeez. <laughs> Chapter 13. The Ernest Morial Convention Center is situated directly overlooking the Mississippi River in uptown New Orleans. It is the most modern and elegant banquet hall in the South. The monumental structure set under the Greater New Orleans Bridge. From the convention center, there were breathtaking views of downtown New Orleans, the Mississippi Riverfront, and the historic Royal House District. It contained several corridors and private suites capable of hosting thousands. This night in particular, it was jam-packed. It was the site of the King Foundation Memorial White Party. The King Foundation hosted the affair, which was the, which was the talk of the town. The who's who of Southern social life was in attendance to rock the red carpet, party, and support the cause. Jordan, you're really outdone yourself this year, said Athena to the event planner as she walked into the VIP section. The party was in full swing and Athena admired the exquisitely decorated corridor from the upstairs VIP area. The main floor was decorated in silver and white with sparkles of glitter everywhere. Jordan had even hired ribbon acrobats who contorted up and down from the ceiling to the floor. Everyone seemed to be in awe of the elaborate decorations. Honey, I went about 300 grand over budget. But I figured since you and your brother were in charge, it'll be all right, said Jordan, walking over to Athena. And girl, don't you look fierce. Athena wore her hair in an updo, interwoven with a 14-carat diamond Jennifer Bear hair cluster. Her one-shoulder strap polar ice white East Saint Laurent dress tastefully flowed to just above her knee. The form-fitting dress accented her thick thighs and hips. She wore white Jimmy Choo open-toe heels with diamond-studded straps that contrasted nicely with her smooth skin. She donned a diamond-studded Bulgari necklace with matching earrings and a sparkling diamond and platinum Cartier watch with an ear, ear diamond Carl Lagerfeld tennis bracelet. Yes, ma'am, Jordan reiterated, snapping his fingers. You are truly a goddess. Athena smiled at the compliment. Thank you. Did you say 300000 over budget? Yeah, but with all the millions y'all got, child, I knew it wouldn't be a problem, explained the flamboyant Jordan as he put his hand on his hip, knowing full well that he wouldn't try that with Zeus. No, it won't be, Athena assured. And neither will be finding another event planner next year. Jordan looked at her quizzingly. Oh, there goes the mayor, Jordan said. Girl, excuse me. He then trotted off behind the mayor. Athena's mind wandered as she watched the party kick off. She thought out the plan that she had in motion and silently prayed that Apollo was nearly ready. If this beauty is not available in heaven, then let me start. Sinning, said the sultry, smooth voice, bringing her back from her thoughts. Dr. McNair, I didn't expect to see you here. And in VIP, Athena said, VIP tickets cost $5,000 or more. Donation and there was a waiting list for them. I'm new in town, but I have a few friends in high places, he smiled. Apparently you do. None as gorgeous as you, though. Caleb said, complimenting her beauty. 
She blushed. Thank you for the compliment and for your donation. It's a worthy cause, but seriously, Athena, you look stunning. Much better than the last time I saw you. You look electrifying. She smiled. Well, Caleb, I feel a lot better. The talk you and I had actually gave me hope. And I feel I have a feeling that things are going to start looking a lot better for me. I'm glad for you, he said, as he grabbed two flutes of champagne from a passing servant. A toast? To what? She asked, accepting one of the glasses from him. To things looking better, he said, clicking his glass to hers. To things looking better, she agreed and took a sip of the champagne. At that moment, she heard applause coming from near the VIP entrance. She turned around to see her brother. Aries entered the building dressed in an all-white Zygna suit. He had on his leather snow-white Prada loafer, and he accessorized with a $3,000 cream-colored Brunello Cuccinelli handkerchief. <laughs> on his left wrist, he sported an icy Rolex Arabian. The exclusive limited edition of chronometer was worth just over $250,000. But everyone was clapping for what was on his right wrist. He entered the party escorting famous Hollywood celebrity, Miley Cyrus. She was dressed in a Carl White Michael Kors gown. This was obviously the talk of the party up to that point. Athena rolled her eyes at the spectacle her brother was causing. You okay? Caleb inquired. Of course. I just wondered what my father was thinking leaving Aries in charge. He couldn't have expected that Aries would step up and lead the family. He had to have known that Aries would utilize every opportunity he could to show his ass. Athena, you aren't your brother's keeper. I know, but if my father were here, Aries would stay in line. Wow, <laughs> you are even gorgeous when you're upset. Oh, Caleb, she said, blushing. You really think I'm? No, Athena, I don't think. I know. He said, as he placed his hand around her arm, she accepted his embrace. She felt his warmth and it was comforting to her. Athena, with a man, said Aries, walking up to her. I don't believe it. I figured you'd rather be in the wild chewing on raw meat then up under a man. If the raw meat was your face, she retorted, what's going on with the Hollywood hoe? It's an all-white party. So I brought an all-white bitch dressed in all white, Harry said with a chuckle. You know what I'm saying? He reached out his hand to Caleb. Caleb McNair, he said, introducing himself. Dr. Caleb McNair. Athena added and raised her eyebrow. Good, because you, sis, need a doctor, said Aries. I'm Athena's brother, Aries King, CEO of King Enterprises, he said impressively. It's a pleasure, said Caleb. Don't you have a tramp to entertain, said Athena abruptly. Actually, I do. Harry said, noticing that smirk, that smirk hall, the Russian contact and representative of the Rashmanov crime family, had entered the building. 
He left Caleb and Athena alone and walked towards Murkoff. Piece of work, huh? Asked Caleb, talking about Ares. Now you see what I'm talking about? Said Athena, eyeing Ares and trying to hear what he and Smirkoff were talking about. Just then, there was another round of applause at the entrance, followed by the snapping of pictures. She looked on to see Artemis walking in with a dress that barely covered up anything. Honey, who are you wearing? Jordan asked Artemis. Oh, this old thing? Honey, it's just a little something Donatella hooked up for Artemis. It's just something Donatella, Donatella hooked up, she said nonchalantly. She had on a skin-tight Versace dress and on, that only went down to her upper thigh. It was more sheer than white and left very little to the imagination. She accented her look with a Fred Layton diamond-studded jewelry and a pair of white Chloe shades. She wore her hair straight down with mystic white streaks. Her ample cleavage, hips, and ass were exposed, and the only thing that didn't show on her was her feet. She had on a pair of Brian Atwood snow white pumps. She looked every bit the fashion diva. This white alligator skin bag is Bottega Veneta. Don't you love it? She asked Jordan. Honey, it is to die for. Let's get a photo for the Paper Society page exclaimed Jordan as he jumped in the picture and posed with Artemis. At that moment, nearly out of nowhere, came Athena. Artemis Diana King, I need to see you right now, she said through clenched teeth. She ushered Artemis by her shoulder out of the camera's way. What are you thinking coming here dressed like a slut? Athena asked once they were out of view. This is an original Donatella Versace. And since dad is in a coma, it's time for me to live like the socialite that I am, Artemis said, grabbing a flute of champagne from a passing server. Hey, Athena called out to the hostess. Bourbon rocks double and don't serve this child again. She's under 21. Athena, cried Artemis. She was upset Athena was putting an end to her drinking. Athena silenced her with a wave of her hand and sent the server off. Now listen to me. Dad may be out of commission right now, but you will not degrade the family. Artemis pouted as the hostess returned with Athena's drink. Athena grabbed it and took it down with one big gulp. That's what I'm talking about, Athena cheered. Loosen up, Athena. Artemis cheered, child. No, Artemis, listen. Tonight is very important. We have to show people that even without father, we can still function. Athena, you can't spell function without the fun. Lighten up, Ermana. This is a great party for the poor people and stuff, Artemis replied. Athena rolled her eyes, but the alcohol began to take a light effect on her. Sis, they have some hot-ass poppies in here and some ballers and some celebs. Let's eat, drink, and be motherfucking merry. <laughs> Maybe you are right, Artie, she said as she felt the bourbon start to mellow her. Of course, of course I am. Now my baby daddy drink is about to perform, and I have to be front row. 
Artemis said, walking out to the stage area. She grabbed a flute of champagne on her way. Athena shook her head and then turned around looking for Caleb, but she spotted Ares still talking to Smirkov, so she headed in their direction. My boss sends his well wishes, Ares, said Smirkov in a thick old world Russian accent. He was very tall, even more so than Ares. Smirkov was stocky with long gray blonde hair tied in a ponytail and ocean blue eyes. His face was clean shaven and his outfit was impeccable. He gave off a demeanor of his boss status and in the Russian mafia, he was a boss. There was only one hire in America. Additionally, while I'm in New Orleans, I personally brought you a gift. Too little, too late, Toto recalled said Aries, smirking at his own joke. Look, you little piss ant, if it were not for my boss and your father, I would put a bullet directly through your heart. Is that a threat, Terminator? Aries, Arnold Schwarzenegger is from Australia. Austria. Smirkov is from Russia. So the joke is not just repulsively not funny, it's not even remotely accurate, Athena said as she walked up. She extended her hand, which Smirkov kissed. Russia, Austria, what's the difference? Asked Aries. It's a whole different country, Athena answered. Athena, the Rashmanov family sends this in honor of tonight's cause. Smirkov said, handing her a check for $500,000. Please extend to them my personal thanks for their donations, she said. We also would like to convey our interest in still doing business with the King family, Smirkov pitched. In case you haven't noticed, Athena is not in charge. Aries corrected. A real pity, that is, Smirkov replied smugly. I couldn't agree more, Athena said, rolling her eyes at Aries. Besides that, the kingdom is on to bigger and better things. In my vision for my family, we don't need throwback European babysitters, said Aries. For your sake, I pray that it's not true, Smirkov replied, unamused. Bring it, Aries seriously invited. Gentlemen, gentlemen, Athena interrupted before it got out of hand. Miss King, it's been an exquisite evening, but alas, I do have another engagement, Smirkov said after a quick stare. Thank you, Smirkov. We'll be in touch, she said, and then they shook hands. Smirkov nodded towards Ares, and he responded with a smirk, and then he walked off. The hell you will be in touch with them, Ares told Athena sternly. Ares, do you have an ounce of brain matter in that sick skull? You catch way more flies with sugar than you do shit. One thing I'd agree with you on is that we don't need European babysitters. But you don't give them the one up to know it. Aries tried to come with a quick retort, but couldn't come up with anything. He was, however, saved by the bell. Marlon Gain walked up. I'm nervous, Apollo said. He was in a private suite at the convention center. Don't be, said Vanessa. I'm sure you'll do fine. What if I mess up? What if nobody figures out I'm not... Look, snap out of it, Apollo, 
Athena will be right there, and I'm not too far behind. Thank you, Apollo said, kissing her on the neck. In the days that she had been working with him, they become smitten. Thoughts of trying to escape to the authorities had escaped his mind. No need to thank me. Athena has given me my own territory when she takes over. I'm already being heavily compensated. Oh, and here I thought it was me the whole time. Vanessa smiled at him. He did have her open. What is a pretty girl like you doing in a dirty business like this? Apollo asked. This ain't up north, Apollo. Ain't no opportunities for us. People see New Orleans on TV and it's glorified. They see Mardi Gras, Bourbon Street, and the Saints. But right across the street from the French Quarter is the projects. And life there ain't so glitzy. The bricks are unforgiving. The streets are vicious and the pavement is treacherous. Money rules and a bitch only has two choices. Get it on her back or get it on her feet. I was on the wrong path at first, but I chose the latter. Vanessa, you seem smart enough there had to be another route. Apollo, she began looking at him, gazing into his golden eyes. Are you really ready for me to let you into my world? Hypnotized, he was about to answer when her phone chirped. She looked at it and saw it was a text message from Buster. Everything in place, have him ready in 30. Athena, this is Marlon Gaines. He was one of Quan's lieutenants of the West Bank, the one that single-handedly, the the one that single-handedly tools of control took control of the territory, said Aries, introducing them. So you are the world famous Athena. I must say, Ma, it's a pleasure to finally meet you, Marlon said, flirting. I'm sure, Athena said, unimpressed. She had heard of the work that Marley had put down. It was like a story of his own going on while this one was unfolding. The West Bank had been a war zone for years. Various bosses fighting for power. Marlon came on the scene and unified the West Bank in a matter of months. Putting in that type of work had not been since the days of her father and uncles and didn't go unnoticed. She was now slightly impressed. It was interesting to put a face to the urban legend. I believe I heard your name through the wind once or twice. Well, love, everybody in their grandma has heard of you, but they never mentioned how fine you is, he said to her honestly. Thank you for the compliment, I guess, she said, looking Marlon over. She didn't know if it was the alcohol or something else, but he was handsome to her in a bad boy sort of way. He wore an off-white Jack Victor outfit with a fresh pair of Grinson suede wingtips and off-white. She was attracted to his milk chocolate complexion and his real nigga demeanor. But she quickly put any of those thoughts out of her mind. He was obviously too young for her. Still, all women, even one as ruthless as Athena King, like to be complimented. What the fuck is Artemis doing? Aries act, breaking Athena's thoughts. They all turned and faced the stage. Drake was on stage performing his hits in New Orleans influence in my feelings. And there was Artemis on stage backing it up on him while he performed. Drake was enjoying every minute of it. And so did Artemis. 
and so did the paparazzi as the cameras didn't stop flashing. Athena dropped her head in embarrassment. Marlon, bro, stop looking at my little sister, Aries told Marlon as Artemis's dress continuously rose. Believe me, my nigga, your little sister ain't the one you need to worry about, Marlon said, returning his gaze to Athena. Athena tried to conceal her blush. She had a light buzz from the drinks, but she easily recognized Marlon's flirting. At that moment, Buster came up to them. He gave Athena a quick wink and walked up to Aries. Excuse me, cuz. I'd like a word with you in private, Buster said to Aries. Aries looked over at Athena, who shrugged. Aries nodded and walked off with Buster, leaving Marlon and Athena alone. Look, Aries, I've had a change of heart said Buster, when they were out of earshot of everyone. Really? asked Aries. I have mouths to feed. Workers that depend on me? I can't be on Athena's ship if it's sinking. You are in charge now, and I can't afford to be cut off. I'm ready to give my allegiance to you. The she-bitch is finally pushing you away, huh? Athena's tripping. She is all for self. I got to think about the people under me, and that means I have to follow your lead. Well, that sounds just like her, but Buster, I really don't know if I should forgive your disloyalty, Aries said as he pulled out his cell phone and began sending a text message. I thought you'd say something like that. So to make it up to you, I made arrangements to give you a small apology gift, Buster said holding up his hand and motioning toward a stunningly beautiful, barely dressed Kim Kardashian lookalike. Aries did a double take. The woman was bad. Vanilla almond skin, toned with dark oval-shaped eyes, long flowing black hair, and ass for days. Her body was banging. Then Aries was mesmerized. Buster could have sworn he saw Aries' mouth water at the sight of the woman. Well, because you are off to a good start, Aries replied, walking toward the woman. He still was going to have Buster killed, but he may as well have fun with the peace offering in his private suite. He never believed in letting good pussy go to waste. Buster smiled and then text Vanessa. Where I go? Are you ready? Are you ready? Asked Vanessa. No. Apollo said almost too easily. It was the one thing he was absolutely sure about of every moment of his life. For this, he was not ready. At that moment, Vanessa gave him a passionate kiss. That doesn't help me get ready. It only makes me more nervous, Apollo replied. Let me try again, Vanessa said, kissing him even more intimately. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one. Apollo smiled at her, and she smiled back. Come on, Apollo. It's now your time to be Aries, she said, exiting the suite with him now. Marley received the text and took note of Buster. The information he had gotten from Teddy had given him an idea of Buster's status in the streets. Buster was known for his savagery, and Marley knew this would be <laughs> this would have to be a covert kill. He couldn't just take Buster out right there. He had to wait for the right opportunity, not to mention he was definitely caught up in Athena at the moment. 
They had been talking for a few minutes. Wanna dance, love? He asked, changing the conversation. Um, no, she said, looking around. There was no Aries in sight. She hoped the man was working. I don't dance. Everybody dance. Everybody don't dance good, but everybody dance, he replied. I think the smirk that his corniness. He smiled back at him. She couldn't get over how handsome he was. Caught up in the mix of the alcohol and her mild attraction, she allowed Marlon to escort her to the dance floor. Once there, they began vibing and moving to the upbeat music. And then, as if on cue, the DJ switched the style up and through the speakers <laughs> came some throwback jagged edge. Gotta be. Marlon boldly grabbed Athena and pulled her close and they began to slow dance. Marlon, what are we doing? She said softly. She was really close to him and was taken in by the heat of his body mixed with the smell of his Gucci guilty for men cologne. <laughs> We're dancing, Mom. You like it? She bit her bottom lip. I do, she replied honestly. But obviously this can't go further. I ain't trying to marry you yet. That's a whole nother chapter. I just want his dance and maybe a chance to get to know you. I don't know about that, Marlon. Why? He asked. You got a man? No. She thought of Caleb, who was nice, but definitely not as forward as Marlon. But I'm in a different page right now, and both you and I have a lot going on. I'm not sure how you could even fit in my story. Plus, there's an obvious age difference. Ma, you only about 22 or 23? Thank you, she laughed. But I'm 28. At that moment, the DJ played Mary J. Blige's Take Me As I Am. Marlon drew her in closer as he felt her cotton soft body and she felt his hardness begin to grow. Mom, we in the same world, and I got my own story, and I love to read yours if you read mine. Plus, age ain't nothing but a number, and besides, and besides that, I think you can feel that I'm a grown-ass man. He smiled proudly, and she blushed. Marlon, I'm just saying, she began. I tell you what, he interrupted. How about we make a quick exit and get a suite upstairs and I can share you, I can show you just how grown. Wait, Marlon, she interrupted. What do you think I'm some kind of trick and that I'm just gonna sleep with you just like that? She backed off him a bit. No, Ma, I'm not one of those hoochies you're used to dealing with. Hold on, Miss King, he said. Ain't nobody said nothing about fucking you. I know who you are and will never play on you like something other than royalty. You didn't let me finish. I promise I was not about to ask you to have sex with me. Good, she said, resuming her position close to him. But what were you going to ask me then? Marley got close and whispered in her ear. I was going to ask you to let me eat that pussy. 
Athena got mad and moist at the same damn time. <laughs> Aries and the woman entered the big private suite and he was surprised as he walked in and found Don standing there with a drink in hand. Aries, where's my husband? He should have been back by now, said Don. I sent him on an additional mission. He lied. He didn't call you and tell you he'd be gone for a few more days? No, Aries, and I can't get in touch with him. You promised me Lonnie would be safe, she spat. Look, I don't have time to discuss this shit right now, he growled. I can see what you do have time for, said Don, eyeing the woman who sneered back at her. Hmm, have fun. Don began making her way to the exit. Aries stopped her. Wait, since you're here, three ain't a crowd. It's a party. Don looked at him trying to figure out the punchline. You serious? She asked. As counselor, he replied. Aries, you are a pig. Good luck, honey, Don said and stormed out of the suite. We didn't need her anyway, Daddy. I'm more than enough, the woman said seductively. She ushered Aries into the middle of the suite and pushed him onto the sofa. She began to do a seductive strip tease. Yeah, Aries said with his hand on his tool. The woman took off her top and bra and exposing her large full breasts and threw her top at him. It was a momentary distraction but it was all that was needed. He felt the hand come from behind him and place a damp towel over his mouth and nose. He struggled, but he wasn't a match for the attacker's brute strength, added to the fact that he had been casually drinking all night. Aries had to breathe, and when he did, he inhaled the foul, saucy stench of chloroform. He tried to throw a punch behind him, but it was useless. He struggled, but then his vision became cloudy. He saw the woman putting her clothes back on, and that was the last thing he saw before he passed out cold. And scene. <laughs> so that was chapter 13 of The Kingdom, and that is our read for the night, honey. So we see that uh, Athena and Apollo, well, not Apollo, and I'm going to drop the link for anybody that wants to come up here and have a little chit chat. If you would like to, you don't have to, but you can if you want to. If you do come up, just you don't have to show yourself. Just don't show nothing else. Okay. But yeah, so we see that Athena has now put her plan into action. She is planning on bringing Apollo out in place of Aries. So I want to see how he's going to do. If anybody's going to notice him, I wonder if they're going to take off Aries' clothes and put them on uh, Apollo. So we know that Apollo is Aries' long lost twin brother, who they, um, their father, Zeus, made their mother choose which twin she wanted to keep. And so she chose to keep Apollo, but she left. She left. And well, no. She chose to keep Ares, and then Zeus wanted Apollo killed, but they didn't kill him. So that's why he's there now. Athena wants him to take over the king enterprises or whatnot. But these people are so horny. Everything they do is just, 
But y'all do know now that Marlon was the one that was in the last scene. And excuse me, because there's something in my eye. But Marlon was the one in the last scene, in the last chapter, um, that was with Artemis, who is also the baby's sister. So he whispering sweet nothings in a Cena ear. Meanwhile, he done whispered in with sweet nothings somewhere else with Artemis. So the same thing he want to do to Athena, he did, 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 did that to Artemis. <laughs> and then so, <laughs> and if you missed that read, please go back to chapter, uh, the, the last read, and you will hear that in its entirety, honey, is the whole hot scene. We had people dropping about the clouds when, when it was time for them to do the little doo-doo in the back of the limo. So yeah, and Artemis, Lord Jesus. Her and her whole want to be a socialite. She want to be special. She want to be famous and everything like that. She up there acting a whole mess. But see, Aries gave her control of the money. But what y'all think about Eddie? Now we see Eddie is the, the guy that works in administration at the college, right? That Artemis is supposed to be going to. Artemis has to finish college in order to receive her inheritance, which is like over $50 million. And so um, he's supposed to be doctoring up paperwork, but now he done blackmailed her. So he not only blackmailed her and she has to pay him $10,000 a week uh, for the next whatever, nine months or something like that. He's also been, of course, we know they've been hunching, hunching. <laughs> they've been hunching, okay? But y'all notice that he making his business to stay in there. So they're having unprotected lovemaking or hunching or whatever you want to call it. They're having unprotected and he makes it his business. So I think he's trying to get Artemis pregnant. What y'all think? If y'all think Eddie trying to get um, Artemis pregnant, put a little baby emoji in the chat. <laughs> if y'all think that, uh, let me see. I'm going to put mine in the chat too, child. If y'all think Eddie trying to get trying to get uh artemis pregnant put a little baby emoji in the chat because i feel like he gonna think that's that's his his way in so he's blackmailing her to get the money but he's also you know what i'm saying leaving it in her so he can get her pregnant and then have a baby by the uh you know one of the king's daughters or whatnot oh lord she said they've been hunting i'm talking about I'm talking about real hard. So you think so too, Dips? You think so too, Polo? I think, yeah. They carrying on. Lord, and I saw Polo coming earlier, Lord. Look, she don't put the pregnant lady, okay? Lord Jesus, let me find this comment because I holler. <laughs> On the inside, I couldn't even laugh like I wanted to. I told y'all that all y'all going to be pregnant when she finished this book. I, listen, they all going to be pregnant. Artemis going to be pregnant. Child, uh, Athena, she finna go up there and carry on with, I know she gonna carry on with Marlon. Excuse me. At that point, it's not called girl, but you know, we got to keep it a little bit PG. <laughs> really PG? Child, they over there having You know what I'm saying? They over there carrying on, making love and different things like that. And I think that Athena gonna let that bourbon. Now, she only had a shot of bourbon. 
They ain't say she was drinking nothing else the rest the other night, the rest of the night. You know what I'm saying? She had a flute of champagne, but then she had this bourbon on the rocks, and now all of a sudden she's starting to feel drunk. Girl, if you want to get with that man, just get with that man. You ain't got to be drunk to do it. You know you want to do it. Talk about uh he too young. Girl, he up age. You 28. What is he? Is he eight? I know, I know he's older than 20, right? I forgot. Lord, she said this is the only fans rated book. Y'all like it, right? <laughs> y'all like it, right? Maybe I should go on OnlyFans and start reading these type of books. What y'all think? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying, but it is it is a good book thus far, and we're uh we're we're not almost through, but I think we have four. I know we got more than four chapters. Hold on, let me get back to the front of this book. Okay. Oh, I almost lost it. I was about to say, I know we got more than four. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We have nine more chapters. It got your attention, Sephora. Is this your first time hearing it, Sephora? I need you to go back to the beginning and listen to it while you out doing your shopping. You know what I'm saying? Getting all your things. Go back and listen to it so you can really, really be caught up and you will see why they are where they are. And we know uh, when Tasha, the girl Tasha, had to go to the morgue to check, to... um identify janelle's body we know that athena is the one that killed janelle but we'll see how that's gonna go because she remembered that apollo was the last person that janelle was seen with so they're trying to turn oh that's crazy listen so they're trying to turn apollo into aries tasha know that apollo was with janelle last athena trying to take over the company they're going to come and get Aries slash Apollo, take him to jail, and then Athena, let me shut up, because I may be Miss Tanya. What you yes and no into? Which one is it? Which one you yes and no? You think you're trying to get them pregnant? Pregnant. And that's how Bambi said pregnant. So far, you have to have got, girl, Go. you got to go back, girl. Listen, Sephora, go back to chapter, to the first read. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Put it on anchor and listen. Yes, you can go to yeah, go on over there. So if y'all want to listen to this uh podcast style, go over there to anchor.fm forward slash brown 9 because I do upload all of the books on there. So while I'm doing that, let me do my church announcement. So while I'm doing my church announcements, go ahead and drop your chocolate and your sun emojis in the chat. For those of you that may be over here listening for the first time or are listening over via um anchor. Come over here to YouTube, Anchor, and Anchor, I mean, and YouTube, go over there to Anchor. But yeah, drop your chocolate and your sun emojis in the chat, and that represents the love and the light that we all possess, and we give to one another over here. Um, if you're an author, and you would like your book read over here on the Almond Delights Reading Corner on Monday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, please send me an email, um, almondbrown09 at gmail.com. Uh, you can hit me up on Instagram, almondbrown09. Also, if you would like to send a book um, for me to read or any other gift, you can send that to my P.O. box, and I'm going to put it up on the screen. Um, and it is almondbrown09, almondbrown09, P.O. box 1058, Stark, S-T-A-R-K-E. Florida 32091 and that is my PO box for you to for you to send if you would like to 
send a gift. It's appreciated but not required if you want to send a book. If you're an author that would like to gift me with a book, um, thus far, I do purchase my own books that I am reading. Um, but yes, she said, yes, I like to read. No, no, you read. Oh, no, to you reading the OnlyFans. We need over here. <laughs> I got you. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. You going to send me something? Okay, girl. I thank you in advance. But yes, so we're almost, we have, what did I say? We have nine more chapters of this book to read. We have nine more chapters. So I am so intrigued as to what is actually going to happen with this family. Hopefully it's not like a cliff note, I mean a, a cliffhanger, and we have to wait on wait on him to write another book or something. But he does have a um he does have a memoir. But if you guys would like to still purchase um this book or his other book, you can check out the description box below in the Links are there for you guys to purchase and go see his book. Um, if you want to subscribe to his YouTube channel, he is here on YouTube as well. Um, and he's also on Instagram, uh, MC Shaky Live. I think that's where he is on Instagram, MC Shaky Live on Instagram. He's MC Shaky here. But um, yeah, so you guys can, if you would like to go and subscribe. If y'all see him out there in the street somewhere or if you ran into him on Instagram, be sure to put a comment down in this comment section and say, hey, we over here reading, dog. <laughs> we over here reading at the Armadillized Reading Corner, but y'all know we will be back here next Monday unless something comes about, but we will be back here at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for another read of The Kingdom. Friday, well, not Friday, well, Wednesday, I will be um, myself as well as uh, Polo. We have a panel that we do every Wednesday. Uh, thus far at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's called Around the World with Us. Let me see. Do I have that? Uh, I don't think I have that on here for you guys to see. For y'all to see our... Uh, nope, I don't have it. Let me see if I can... Um, if I have it for you guys to see. But every... Like I said, every Wednesday, and we talk about... Uh, we talk about different world events, celebrity. You might get a piece of YouTube up in there somewhere. Um, funny stories, uh, just stuff in my backyard, in her backyard, as far as like the Florida. I'm a Florida girl, and you know, she's in Texas or whatnot. So, if uh, so, this is our Around the World with Us featuring Almond Brown 09 and Polo the Creator. So, we do that on Wednesday nights at 9 30 p.m eastern standard time we will be on my panel this week we'll be on my channel this week and then we rotate so we go back and forth back and forth and then on saturday nights at nine o'clock p.m oh i love the number nine child nine nine thirty perfect time nine nine thirty we do have our munchies and movies honey it's a watch party with the almond delights over on twitch and that uh link is twitch.com forward slash uh Hold on, let me see. I don't know if I thought it was going dead. Twitch.com forward slash almond brown. Twitch.tv. I'm sorry. Hold on, I'm about to drop it in the chat. Twitch.tv forward slash almond brown zero nine. That is our um when we have our munchies and movies, and we've been having a wonderful time. So if you guys have not joined us, it is free to watch. 
if you would like to watch on your phone you would have to download the app um you will have to download the app in order to chat with us otherwise you can just watch it you don't have to, you can watch it you can still see the chat on your phone but you will not be able to chat but if you log in or you sign up it's so simple and easy to sign up um and you use your youtube name if you want everybody over there to know that it's you from youtube otherwise you will have another name whatever you come up with just let us know that hey y'all i'm a i'm a delight i ain't nobody coming over here to troll y'all because it is trolls over there on twitch um but on your laptop or your ipad uh sephora let us know that you can um you don't have to download anything you can just watch and chat directly from there she says so it's a southern bell news report oh that sounds pretty dope i like the sound of that could be could be <laughs> but yeah so we just give our opinions our thoughts and everything else like that in the chat we had a, it was awesome last week um good chat participation so it's not just y'all sitting over there listening to us you guys do give your thoughts and your opinions on the stories that we do read if there are stories that you would like for us to uh give our commentary on you can let me know you can send it either to me or polo um child i can't remember her email address but uh you can send it to me almondbrown09 at gmail.com and then i will uh <laughs> i will forward it uh like i said to her but you guys will see us on wednesday night and i appreciate you guys for going and subscribing to her i appreciate you guys for watching um the videos that we collab together on as well as you know you guys going over and watching her um on your lonesome you know so i appreciate you guys and also coming over here shout out to the members shout out to the winners of our members giveaway shout out to angela as well as sephora they won the giveaway if you're a member and you did not see that live it's still up it should be up i didn't delete it so it should be up but um thank you so much for those of you that um just subscribe to my membership uh and just support your girl every uh every month i appreciate you guys for coming back here and i'm going to drop in case anybody else wants to join the membership um we just have a good funky old time just being on the light so yeah i'm gonna go because now i feel like um you're gonna what you gonna go watch are you gonna go watch the live yay go watch the live and shout out to everybody that came through um I don't want to. I almost started calling out y'all names, but I know I'm gonna forget somebody, so I don't want to do that. <laughs> Shout out to those up there in the quiet stand, aka in the clouds that decide not to drop down here. But you guys always come through and give your girl a good old click and a view. Make sure you subscribe to my channel. I mean, if you got this far in the broadcast and you have not subscribed, <laughs> I mean, why? <laughs> why? subscribe to the broadcast and make sure you hit that notification bell so you can get all of your notifications when i upload or when i go live but yeah so shout out to mc shaky for allowing us to read his book we'll be back here we'll be back here that was a tongue tie we'll be back here next week uh nine o'clock p.m but i love you guys i will talk to you guys later like i always tell you smile at somebody child it'll change their day it may even change your day, honey. Even with a mask on, they can still see it in your eyes, child. So that don't let the mask be an excuse why you just looking all mean in the face. Ugh, get all them frown lines around your mouth and on your forehead for just looking all angry all the time. Smile, child. Smile. You're breathing. But I love you guys with the love of God. And there is what? Nothing you can do about it. I'll talk to y'all later.
Bye. <laughs> Thank you all for joining another episode of Almond Delights Reading Corner. I pray that you enjoyed yourself and you're relaxing your mind, in your body, and in your spirit. Come back and join us again next week as we continue our reading. If you haven't subscribed, please do so. Be blessed and enjoy your evening.